The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 166th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And for tonight's podcast, we will be discussing the Hell Infinite multiplayer release as well as reviewing Forza Horizons 5, Battlefield 2042, and Call of Duty Vanguard. We have a lot of ground to cover so let's just get on with the show introduce the guest first up solus grim welcome to the show what are you drinking and what are you playing i am playing mostly just been playing battlefield 2042 i guess because it's new shiny new penny thingy so nothing great i guess and then drinking uh monster and whiskey because that's a terrible idea I've never had a monster drink, and I think I'm better for it. I can verify that that is not true. Well, it's a soda, right? I mean, I don't drink sodas or... It's an energy drink. Yeah. So what does that do? Is that like the, the energy drink get you all hyped up as you drink more whiskey to calm your ass down? Well, the well, that's the thing. The <laughs> It's an upper and a downer, so it just screws you up, and that's it. There you go. It's the best. All right. Moving along. Uh, Angel Sin, returning to the show. What's up? How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Not drinking anything. Three bowls deep so far. Gonna have some more tobacco, some more green. Currently playing Halo Infinite, uh, COD, Vanguard, Battlefield 2042, Forza Horizon 5, and NHL 22. So when you say you're three bowls deep, is that like Captain Crunch cereal? Cereal bowls? Or? Absolutely, with Crunch Berries too. That is the best cereal ever, Crunch Berries. It really is. I have I have them in it's my wholesome. pantry now. I, yeah. I, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up on them, so what are you going to do? I, I got to still eat them. Love them. All right. Uh, also returning, we have John F. and Galt. Come back to the show. How you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? Well, I'm drinking some dihydrogen monoxide. Uh, it's lovely, lovely stuff. Because uh, I'm out of beer and I don't feel like drinking whiskey. So oh. water, just water. Yeah, <laughs> you you confused him for a second. Yeah, that come was on. Way I, too I, much I didn't do well in science. Form. All that science talk. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. too much. Yeah, uh, been playing a lot of Vanguard, um, some Battlefield when it lets me. And uh, no Halo and uh, no for Forza, so I will be useless for those parts of the conversation. As usual, <laughs> a GRG member being useless. Absolutely. <sighs> I think I, I'm just used to that stuff by now. Anyway, uh, once again, my name is Jack uh, Lala Calamari from the site. I am drinking Yards Brewery Long Johns, and John is a Philly slang that basically means anything like you can call anything a john i don't use this philly slang but it's very popular here uh but it's meant to be a play on words for long johns long johns 
Uh, anyway, it's Winter Lager. It's pretty good. And I am playing Call of Duty Vanguard, Forza Horizons 5, and I will be playing Halo Infinite as soon as I can get off this podcast. That is what I'm doing. That is what we're all doing. Anyway, let's move along, get into this episode's rant. And I got to tell you, uh, what's pissing me off this time is uh, daylight savings time. It is totally fucking me up. And it's not for being dark at 4.30 or any of that horse shit. I can care less about that. I sit in my office all day and that doesn't matter. First off, my dog just doesn't get it. He just does not understand daylight saving time. I tried to explain it to him. I, I've showed him what it means on the internet. I showed him how to read a clock. Uh, still no go. The dog just does not fucking care. And he's used to eating at a certain time. And in his mind, four o'clock now is really 5 p.m. And he wants his fucking dinner. And he dances around that goddamn food bowl all night long. Of course, he doesn't care about when you, when you, you know, in the spring, when you move ahead an hour because he's a lab, he'll eat as soon as food's in front of him. But he hasn't gotten used to it. But anyway, that's not really what's pissing me off about daylight saving times. What really got me the other night was ESO has a daily log on. Every time you log on, you get a daily reward and it resets at 8 p.m. Uh, the one night I missed it. So it was 8 p.m. I missed it. It's like, ah, oh, no big deal. I'll, I'll do it the next day before I do other stuff. So it's around seven o'clock ish, sometime around there. I log in and get my daily reward. And I notice on the calendar, I can't complete it. I'm like, what the fuck? Then I see when the reset is. ESO doesn't follow daylight savings time. Like, fuck. I missed it. Now I can't get 100% this month. Very upsetting. I'm heartbroken. Solus, how am I going to go on? With a bullet? No. Uh, you know, my, con <laughs> my, condolences, <laughs> my condolences to your horse, Wang. Sorry. Hard to hear the <laughs> bad news. He's just so, so used to that nightly railing that he didn't get it for once and just, like, confused him. Broke him apart. It's so petty and so basic, but it did piss me off. I don't, and I, I fall for it. You know what? It's not the first time it happened. Every year this happens, and every year I fuck up. That's not surprising at all. Of rants, I could say that this is one of your pettiest. Good. That's the goal of the rants. <laughs> yeah, not surprised. If, if I had remembered the one I had, rem I had the other day, then I would have done it too, but I didn't remember. I'm allowed to yell at clouds. I'm an old man. You're something. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I could rant about GRG, but... You, you do that in chat anyways, and it doesn't get yeah, you very far. Everyone makes no, fun of you. No. All right, let's move along into gaming geek news. We have a ton of things to cover. This is just... we go. You know what kills me? We go from like having no new games out. So we have these Xbox, these new consoles, Playstations, people are buying PCs. And for the longest time, we've had absolutely squat. <laughs> now, this month alone, we have four AAA titles drop on us. Like, this is nuts. Bitches when there's no games, bitches when there's all the games. I know. I'm making this dude happy. <laughs> no, I'm not bitching about having the games. It's, I love having it. I just, it's funny. It's like all at once. Here's, you know, all our content. Here's all the games at once. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say all the content. There's a, a lot of issues that need to be ironed out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the games probably could have sat for a few more months, but we'll get to that. 
Um, up first, Halo's 20th anniversary is today. We record the podcast on Monday, so today's November 15th, and it's 20th anniversary, and all weekend long, we've been hearing rumors about Halo 343 releasing the multiplayer segment of Halo today for the 20th anniversary. And I remember like reading all these rumors on Reddit and stuff like that, Twitter and stuff, not believing any of it. Like I honestly didn't think this was going to happen. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty neat. Everyone's trying to you know create this little story and blah, blah, blah. There's no way we're getting Halo. They didn't announce anything. They didn't talk about it. I just thought it was one of those internet rumors. Like the time they were, there was a, they were going to release these UFO documents when to prove UFOs actually existed and nothing ever came from it. Like it was like, you didn't get those? My kid sends, my kid's a UFO nut and sends me all the UFO shit. So there was, you got to talk to Tom DeLong. I'm sure your kid knows about him. Yo, yes, he does. Anyway, today, 1 p.m., they make an announcement Halo multiplayer, the multiplayer segment of Halo Infinite is released. Have at it, along with season one. Uh, the first season is called, oh, what is it called? Um, the Reach title. Oh, my goodness. Um, the Reach Around? The Reach Around. That would be the GRD edition. I was going to say that is absolutely, you have to, that's during the interview process. <laughs> oh, Heroes of Reach. That's what it is. Cost $10. That's very reasonable for a season pass. If only other games, cough, cough, COD would do something like that, then I wouldn't mind purchasing it. Well, you know what's even better about this season pass is that it will be forever available. So during the lifespan of this game, so anytime you play Halo and if you see a battle pass, uh, maybe you missed it. Oh, I missed season one. This is like a year later, but oh, I like those character skits. You can buy that battle pass and activate it and run it and complete it. And there is no time limit for the completion. So once you start a battle pass, you can have one active, you can play it, and you can lock everything in it. You can pause it, pick a different one, whatever you want to do. They don't care. They get your $10. It's amazing, honestly, in my opinion. That is probably the best type of play they could have made. Yeah, most definitely. It's not ultra greedy. It gives the, uh, the gamer options. And it's not it's not time stamped. That's the biggest problem I've ever had with battle passes is the timestamp. You have to do it in this time. And if you don't, then we took your money and, and you don't get to you shit. forever. Yeah. <laughs> the game becomes a grind. It's not mm-hmm. so much enjoyable. Destiny. What's really great about this multiplayer is that the multiplayer segment of the Halo Infinite is free. So you if you don't give a shit about the campaign, you could download this portion. And play Hello Multiplayer, and it's free. There's no charge. And obviously, they're going to try to make their money off the cash shop, which they'll probably have no problems doing. In fact, my kid's downloading the free version right now off of Steam on his, on his PC. He has no interest in the campaign. Actually, I would have no interest in the campaign, but since Halo comes with Game Pass, something that I recommend to all GRG members purchasing Xbox Game Pass, because it's very well worth it. I don't know why Solus doesn't listen to me. Motherfucker. If I ever meet you, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to throw a rock at your head. Solus, this you. is why we need to clip the old shows where he was ranting against the battle pass or against I the know. game pass. I, I have the ability the to edit those old shows. So I, I think that's the worst part. He's the editor. <laughs> 
You can't do anything when he's the editor. Solus, why didn't you get con. the Game Pass? I told you for the longest time. Get the I game. have the Game Pass. I've had it for years. Uh, I fucking hate I finally you. finally got it. <laughs> you fucker. But anyway, yeah, so you get, you get the whole thing for Game Pass. So what do you guys think about this? Why do you think they release it today besides the 20th anniversary? anniversary? I think that's the whole reason they released it today. And I, th- I think their beta, alpha beta testings actually went over pretty well. So I think they were pretty close to being where they needed to be to release it. And it's still technically in beta phase as well. Yes. I was going to say that. So they're just, they're trying to be a little sneaky, I think, while still getting some testing in before full release. But it still gives us the chance to play it when I think a lot of people are ready for it to drop. Do you think this is a big dick move by Microsoft in 343? Kind of like, okay, Call of Duty's out. Battlefield's out. We're the big guns here. We're Halo is the big boy. You know, do you think that was a, a big I'm dick sorry. move? Or? But if if you're in a dick measuring contest and you, you know you got the biggest dick, you're going to whip that some bitch out. Especially when you see the little dicks not performing up to standards. Exactly. And there's an opportunity to seize. A little foreshadowing oh. there. But <laughs> I think uh, I, I think a lot of this has to do with who's head of Xbox now. I mean, Phil Spencer is a gamer through and through. That has, you know, I mean, you can hear it when he when he's been interviewed on, you know, like earlier episodes of our podcast, but uh, or maybe that other Xbox podcast that I can't remember what it's called. You know, the one that's on from IGN, it's second behind us. Um, but he's interviewed on that all the time and you can tell he, he's a gamer at heart and I guarantee, you know, that part of it is exactly that. He knows what gamers want. I think that you, you see that in the game pass too, uh, the battle pass, I should say, hopefully everybody will follow that battle pass model from here on out. And the other, the other thing is you got to remember the two though, that it's probably not too surprising that the multiplayer drop because this game's late. <laughs> I mean, it's been delayed several times, so. It's probably been holed up in the campaign or something else that has been the issue up to date, up to this point. It was delayed, though, because of community feedback. Otherwise, it would have released. Yeah. Because community feedback was so terrible when they oh, yeah. released that last gameplay a year ago. They're like, fine, we'll just it for right. a year and right. we go back and do it. And then, of course, then it got a big backlash for that. It's like, you guys asked for this. You literally bitched about it. They did it. And now you're bitching again. I'm not knocking them for doing it. I'm just saying that it's probably not too surprising that part of it's been released, given that, that it, the game been has been almost ready. Yeah. They probably just, yeah. well, let's just release the part that works. <laughs> and yeah, call it I know. I, and I, I applaud them for it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, gamers are just like me. that They're uh, never happy. Uh, I'm never happy. But I'm, I'm MLG, so I'm major, majorly not happy. Go figure I just think it's a really good opportunity to seize. And it's it's really going to lead to to more um, sales when it comes to Game Pass as well. Has anyone had a chance to play this yet? Absolutely. Uh, no. Playing it right now. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing it <laughs> right now. And the podcast is over. We're all going to go play it. <laughs> and um, I got to say it's you know it's halo it definitely feels like halo it sounds like halo the audio is is pretty good uh graphically it is it is good at times it's a little confusing to to tell between you know friendly and enemy i wish there was a mini maps were better and this is the problem you have with games now 
especially ones that are selling cosmetics. Because when you buy like a skin, you're going to want to buy a skin and wear that skin all the time. Where you can't have like good or bad, or if you sell like colors, like so Halo is always blue versus red, right? Mm -hmm. You played previous Halo, always blue versus red. But if you buy the shaders for purple and I buy, you know, for green or whatever, I want to have them on all the time and show all the time. So now they had to come up with a solution to allow that because they want to get your money for buying the purple. You know, they want your $2 because you want the purple tint. So they have what the, the red outlines for the people. So it's kind of, I'm not crazy about it. I'd rather have red versus blue. My uh-huh. problem with red versus blue was I'd always forget which team I'm on. Like I wish the enemy was always red and my team was always blue. So when I played, I would just know. Son of a bitch literally has hands on his gun that he can look at. Oh, you know what? That's like logic and stuff. Stop it. (laughs) You can have it set so it's always blue and then the enemies are always red. Like, it's like, so why not just do that? Well, that makes sense. To trigger you. Yeah, it's all about, yeah, triggering people as well. Well, it's worse because in past Halos, you had friendly fire. I don't know if you have friendly fire in Halo Infinite. I don't. I don't believe so from what I could tell. I don't think so from, I played the, a bit of the tech preview, and I actually managed to play two games before the podcast. I've been busy all day painting my house. You know, I live in this large mansion that's funded by G- GRG Industries, you know, 10,000 square feet, McLaren's in the garage, you know, stuff like that, I, you know. I thought we had a timeline, and he's over here talking about his house. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you, no, actually, I wouldn't want a 10,000, that'd be too big. I'm just joking. Um I'm going to throw in a GRG joke. So anyway, I did get to play two two matches, and I played Big Team Battle. I like Big Team Battle, and it was fun. I had a good time. Two matches in, seemed to work well, and I'll be playing more. So, so you have a question? Yes. Question is, does that mean we're going to be uh, trying to do some Halo community night? Absolutely. Absolutely. Initially, uh, there is no Forge, so we'll have no yeah. special Forge maps, but we'll play standard maps. Yeah, we I'll can play still play maps. the standard custom games. I was just, I was like, I mean, if it's out, we might as well try to get a couple community nights in for it. Yeah, there's, uh, I saw there was customs options, so I did see that. Good point. So we definitely would be playing some custom matches and dicking around in the game. I don't know what you can or can't change in, in the custom games, but that will happen. And also, we were talking earlier, Solace, about cross-playing, cross-progression. Which, it is there for literally the Xbox One, the Series S, Series X, and PC through the either the Steam or the Microsoft Store. So it doesn't matter where you go or if you choose to play on different in different areas, you can take all that stuff everywhere you go, period. Yeah, it's your multiplayer rank, your battle pass uh, progression, your campaign progression, everything. Boom. The whole nine yards. Seamless. Beautiful. Finally. Right? I think the only other game that does that is Destiny that I can think of that has cross-progression and cross-play. But then again, they also make you buy it on every system that you put it on, so less appetizing. Unless well, I would assume you'd have, to buy, you'd have to buy the campaign for your PC. Uh, if you got the ultimate pass, I'm not sure if you have to, because you get PC Game Pass. 
True. Yes, correct. Ultimate, yeah. Ultimate is at fifteen. I think it's fifteen dollars a month is a remarkable steal. It's really good. Uh, if you have a Series X or S, of course, or even you know Xbox One and a gaming computer, it is worth it. Really is. There you have it. Unreal. We had no idea this was coming, other than bullshit Reddit rumors and Twitter rumors. Yeah, just, and those are usually not valid. So. No, no, and I usually just check Reddit for porn anyway, so, yeah. Wow, yeah, well, hey, hey yeah, at least you're honest. Well, it's hey, true, it's yeah, like do. the only thing it's really good for. Yeah, trust me, there's the conversations in Reddit or not. Oh, the other good thing that Reddit's good for is, uh, I like reading the Eagles game thread. Oh, uh, God. When they play a game. Well, when they, when they have a game going, it's, and they sort by new, it, it's so funny, especially when your team sucks, it's, it's very entertaining. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very entertaining. It's more fun than watching the game sometimes. Uh, all right, so that's that. Let's move along. We got a, we got a lot to cover still. Yeah. Forza Horizon 5 came out on Game Pass for free. AAA title. This one is getting incredible reviews across the board on every gaming site, like 10 out of 10, blah, 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 everywhere. Just perfect game. And let me tell you, I, I've been playing it. It's uh, I like to... I like these racing games. It's not a super serious racing sim. It's it's more of a relaxed arcadey racing sim, if that makes sense. And it's a blast. It it's really not much different than Forza Horizon Four. So if you played that, it's pretty much the same thing. New location, different cars. Definitely more polish. Definitely more polish. It looks unreal on your Xbox Series X. It looks disgusting it's so good very good like the light shining off the cars everything it is gorgeous it's a gorgeous game it's just a blast to play they know how they know how to make this game and they make it very well where you're always winning you always get something so when you race in a race you can get first place pretty easy unless you bump up your tiers it shows you competition with other people if you ride on roads like it it tracks you with other people so you always have something to try to increase like oh uh, you know, Angel, he he driven driven on a hundred roads and you're at like ninety-one, so now you get try to beat him. Yeah, it shows a lot of progression. Always throwing cars at you, always throwing something at you. You're you're always winning something. You're always got a wheel spin. You're always got you race you're racing these races, you get a car, you get this, and so you're always being rewarded. It just they just throw the loot at you. They don't care. And it's great, it's fun. It's just a fun game to play. You've been playing this, right, Angel? Yeah, they do keep you, you know, invested. Um, I feel like compared to the previous uh, Forza games, not only is there more polish, but there's definitely more variety in the races as well. The audio, the audio, I feel like is a huge step up. I like uh, the audio is a uh, huge, in my opinion. The the burnouts are incredible. The feel of the game itself, in terms of controls. Uh, for me, I've been playing um, racing games for a long time, and and the controls feel so tight when you know when they're supposed to feel tight and loose when you want them to feel loose. The the feel is incredible. Definitely the best feeling racing game I've I've ever played. With that said, that there are some cons in my opinion. That being, uh, some of the voice acting is uh, cringeworthy. The fact that your your player isn't just some dude. He's like the you know from the gate, this great you know best thing is in sliced bread kind of thing, which at times I, I feel like is is pretty obnoxious. 
But that's just nitpicking, I suppose. But it gets you're just it gets happy and cheerful, and you're just a miserable prick. So I'm a yeah, I'm way more than that. Yeah, I mean, frankly, absolutely. But that's you know, that's part of being GRG. If you're around long enough, or you know, you're lurking in the shadows long enough, you become bitter. You have the the, the radio stations and the DJs always talking, or the people, your NPCs always talking, and it gives you just so much to do, like. As you're going from point A to point B, they throw barn finds at you. They throw special yep. events at you. Then you can race people that are free roam around. I mean, it's crazy the amount of different things you can do. If you have ADHD, if you, you know, you'll love this game. Or if you enjoy cocaine, I think, I think you'd like it a lot, too. So what's your favorite style race? Is it like street, off-road, cross-country, anything? Right now, anything. I do enjoy the races where where you go from tarmac to uh, to loose dirt. I find those very challenging. I like those a great deal. There is the longest race in in the history of Forza Horizon. You know, whether it's one, two, three, four, five. That was uh, that was pretty thrilling. I haven't done that one. Was it the Colossus or whatever it's called? Yes, uh, stunt races are very good too. You know, they think of Forza uh, uh, for mega polished and everything to the max, and and way more variety too, and more incentive to keep playing the game. Yeah, so far I like the street races, and I try to keep my car somewhat normal. So it's like usually A, maybe S one. I don't go these hyper cars. My kids all have to have like the hyper cars and McLarens souped up to to top, and I I don't. I'm too old and slow. I like to drive, you know, in the slow lane. Um, That's the beauty of the game, car? too. Customization. Really? It's... Wow. God, I gotta say, this is gonna sound weird, but I, I really like the Supra and how it feels. The new so Supra? The game. Yeah, the new Supra. Okay. I'm, I'm actually enjoying that. Um, what class level do you have that at? I think it's a... Right now, I think I have it at a class B. Okay. I haven't gone too crazy in terms of customization yet on it. Um, keyword being yet. That's another wonderful thing about this, uh, about, of course, Forza in general, is the customization and what you can do. It's as if, you know, they, they took the, you know, the beauty of it is taking Forza Motorsport series. You get that customization in a really fun, loose, relaxed, casual, at your pace, uh, open world racing title. Right now, my favorite car at the moment is my uh, the new M4 BMW. I have hopped up to an S1 class. Nice. And speaking of customization, I can't be bothered min-maxing parts. So I just, when you buy the car and you want up when you want to upgrade it or tune it, you can pick people's tunes that they share. The one I picked, um, it's this thing's. Super fast, goes like over 200 miles an hour, and it sticks to the road like glue. So it's it's an easy car to drive, and I just love it. I I love it even more because it's a BMW in a video game, so it does not break down, unlike uh, actual BMWs. It's <laughs> break down often and are expensive. All right, yeah, so that's that. Uh, Forza Horizon 5, that is on Game Pass for free. So we have Game Pass, like I tell Solus to buy all the time. You could be playing this wonderful title, and it is truly a blast. Yeah, uh, we got a, a big racing group in uh, GRG. I think there's like twenty plus people already in the club. 
maybe more, 30. So Yeah, uh, around there, I believe. I'd, I'd be hopping onto Forza a lot more, but considering, like like we you know alluded to earlier, within a span of 10 to uh, 11 days, we've had four AAA titles come out. Speaking of AAA titles, we had one just released in early access, I guess, if you bought the gold edition of the title. <laughs> if you want to go, oh boy. Or if you have EA Play. EA Play. Or EA, uh, whatever, Pass. What, yeah. That comes with, with Game Pass. Which comes the with the, the Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, before this uh, segment of the uh, podcast here, i got to take a couple Xanax. And that is <laughs> Battlefield 2042 is out. The, we've been waiting for this title a very, very long time. It's been quite a while since we had a Battlefield title. Battlefield 5 wasn't super hot when it launched. I don't know what it's like now. They say it's much better, but whatever. Superb right now. Superb, in my opinion. So yeah, so we have Battlefield 2042. And I've played a few games of this because I have the EA Play through Game Pass and they give you 10 free hours. So what do you guys think of this title so far? Like, um, are you enjoying this? I, um, you go first, you go first, please. (laughs) I gave my input. Yes, I'm enjoying it. It's got its flaws, but I am enjoying it. Elaborate. Why why are you enjoying it? Okay. Well, I personally think it looks good. Maps are nice, beautiful maps. Big maps like you're used to on Battlefield. I'm not sure how many maps there actually are. And I do see a issue of like maps kind of getting into a repetition. Like you might play the same map over and over. Kind of dumb, but yeah, whatever. You're you're going in to shoot people, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Now, when you talk about the maps, the one thing I noticed while playing this is, I mean, these maps are huge. It's it's 128 versus 128 if you have next-gen consoles or playing on PC. Mm-hmm. These maps are massive, kind of like my ego. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the issues I had with the game. It just seems like there's a lot of dead space between points of interest. Like and you felt like you're right. It felt like to me like I was playing like PUBG again, playing running running simulator. I preface this also with the fact that I've only played four games and I did not play with the squad, which probably hindered my enjoyment of this game. Yes, I know it's always been a game that having a a squad of people that you can talk to and everything is almost paramount for this type of game. Communication is key. I went three rounds in a row where I sat down in the grass, hid like a little bitch, and used a drone and would get upwards of 45 to 55 kill assists just because I was spotting hundreds of people. My first game I did that, I spotted, I think it was like 304 people I had spotted, and we won. And the next time I did it, and we won. It's it's nice to know that I don't know how much I'm doing, but knowing that when I go spot people, that my teams can see now see them and knows, hey, they're right around the corner. Be ready for them. And like, I'd get like 10,000 XP as well. So I was ranking up pretty freaking quick. What platform are you playing uh, Battlefield on? Uh, the PC. Okay. Your, your experience definitely is uh, different than mine. I will say, I have uh, read reports that People with high-end PCs are having problems 
with the with the title throttling and and whatnot. Have you experienced any issues whatsoever? I have had a few issues with like mostly it's usually like towards the end of a like a breakthrough map. Like if they're getting close to beating getting the last checkpoints, it'll start lagging pretty bad. It'll get pretty choppy for a little bit and then it'll kind of clear up. I think that might be server side issues or whatnot. But hold on, before you move on from that, yes, when I played, there was one game I felt like it was like a slideshow. Like it was and I, I didn't know like what was going on. Uh, I guess someone was hacking us, but then like the game itself became like a slideshow, which was I didn't experience at all in the, the in the beta. Yeah, it's it, it that's definitely something that's happened. Let's see what else. Oh, that's it. I I lost whatever train of thought I had. You broke it. Good. Um, I, I apologize. John, have you played this yet? Yes, I have. I've quite played uh, or and or tried to play quite a bit. Now, are you playing it with EA Play or the uh, the ten yeah. hour trial? Okay. With, with yes, and uh, on the Series X console. You know the graphics are fantastic. I'm going to start with the positive, kind of run down. Graphics are fantastic. The games are fun. Um, I played normal conquest. I played the there was something like VIP hunt or s- some weird mode. I didn't really understand what it was at first, but then it realized what it was. Is, um, and it's it's pretty interesting. Also played some uh, went into the portal um, and played somebody's you know private server they had set up to look like um, oh what is it the Battle of Bastone D- on D Day, not D Day. Battle of the Bulge, that's what I'm trying to think of. And somebody had laid out the town to look like that town in France, or in the Ardennes Forest. So that was really cool. Now, we were driving around in modern tanks and modern weapons, but but it was uh, it was very cool. You know, I think, for me, I'm kind of at the point where I'm going to play if somebody's squatted up, and I'll probably give it a, a few weeks just to kind of settle in. I've never been a huge Battlefield guy. I've always been more of a Call of Duty guy, but I definitely like Battlefield, and I definitely will play the hell out of this once it kind of settles down a little bit. I had problems, so I couldn't deploy in certain, uh, especially if you try to spawn into a vehicle right at the beginning of the game. It's like, once you do that, you can't deploy at all, and you just have to quit the game, or at least that was my experience. So I finally gave up on it that night and just came back and uh, the next day and played it and was able to play just fine. You know, I think there's a lot of a good variety of weapons, good variety of equipment to play. Um, I definitely think I'm, I'm disappointed again that you can't play more than four players in a squad or you mm-hmm. can't play multiple squads in a party. That, that just, I do not understand that. I do not understand it after all this time, why that's not an option. Yeah. They just don't care about that. And it, it's one of the things that frustrates me the most. So they you yeah. always hear, like, back in the day, everybody would compare Battlefield to uh, Call of Duty, and they said the reason uh-huh. why Battlefield was so great because it involved teamwork. And I'm saying, and I always said to them, like, how do you play a team game and not use teamwork? If you're playing Call of Duty and you're not playing as a team, I mean, I know we play with, like, as headless chickens. We run around doing our own thing. Yeah. But if you were, like, a serious team and you seriously wanted to win, you would play together as a team. So it never made any sense to me, but regardless. So Battlefield, 128 players on your side, and you only have access to really communicate with three other people. Like I could see like having like mul- like multiple squads on your team. Say if we brought GRG and we could probably bring in like, you know, three or four squads. 
And, and why can't we? Why can't we bring our clan yeah. into one team, play together as a team, and coordinate stuff? And exactly. it's one of the things that drives me crazy with Battlefield because you just—it's just randomness. And it's such a missed opportunity for them too. I think. I, I think they're really missing out on something that could be very, very cool and and, set, and differentiate them from others. I mean, I, I don't know of any game that you could play potentially play you know 32 players or whatever the xbox maximum party is or discord maximum group voice chat is it's just totally missing out on a huge opportunity the other thing and maybe this is just me because i still struggle with the controls a little bit but i can't find the scoreboard is there, there is no, no scoreboard? scoreboard there is what, no what scoreboard idiocy is that well we we are living in social justice warrior world and you know what? You with your high score would make me upset. Well, actually, let's no, reverse. Let's be actual, factual. Me with my high score being MLG. All you peons laugh at me. I mean, no, I'm <laughs> reading Solus's chat and uh, oh yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't fuck know. You and your it's, thing. it's it's totally like they don't want to upset people. I don't know why they don't do it. Like I've never seen a game where you don't have a scoreboard. Yeah, it's staggering. So on the whole, I think it's great. Um, you know, I am still disappointed that, but you know, I think once we get into um, start creating our own customs and that kind of thing, we'll have a ton of fun with this. Um, just, but it's definitely got a few kinks to work out. I mean, I, I ran into all kinds of other problems getting kicked out of games. Uh, I've got one friend that was playing, and he said he's getting the hard crash on the system um, on his Series X. I have not had that happen, fortunately, um, like I did with Cold War. But uh, on the whole, I think it's going to be a great game. Just needs to settle in a bit, and you know, a few patches. It'll be it'll be up to snuff. Yeah, I gotta I gotta say, I I don't consider myself a Battlefield uh, veteran whatsoever. I I played uh, Battlefield twenty forty two the beta, and at the time, uh, my overall feeling was, well, this is a beta. It's a two month old version as well. I was playing Battlefield five at the time, and. Uh, I figured, all right, it's going to be a rough launch, which is nothing new for Battlefield whatsoever. This game right now, I got to say, I feel ripped off. I bought the standard edition, then upgraded to the gold. What I got was essentially a gold piece of glass straight up my ass. This is a true backslide from the beta. Ouch. The graphics are a downgrade from Battlefield 5. This is beyond disgraceful. I feel bad for the developers. Okay, in three years, in four developmental studios, and the fact that you pulled studios from supporting Battlefield 5, this is what you came up with? This? I can't hear a whole lot of things, including bullets coming my way. Your, your bloom spread scene, hit detection, unreal. Un real all right it was better in the beta how could you fuck it up from the beta to this and and it, it was very telling should have known that this was going to be an epic shit show when the only way you could review this game was behind closed doors at ea offices okay ea run fucking little testing bullshit that's when he knew shit was fucked right there i'm sorry I, You're a very I, angry I person it? for having three bowls no, of Captain I, Crunch. You need to have another blow, uh, bowl of Captain <laughs> I, I, Crunch I, I there, am, buddy. I am, I am right now. <laughs> okay. Quenched I just got to say, I just got to say, it's just, 
it's I do enjoy the game. I do at time. There's a lot of potential. This is this is fuckery on a level that I uh, EA is just they reach a new new level of fuckery. All right. They really, really did. Um, what platform are you playing on? There's, there's, uh, I'm, oh, by the way, I'm playing on the Series X. Okay. I do not recommend playing against computer players because you're just mincemeat. There's no auto, you know, there's no aim assist whatsoever. It's very difficult, I feel, uh, to aim. The gunplay is, is lackluster unless if you're using uh, this. Uh, God, I'm forgetting the gun's name. It's a semi, it's a little fucking, you know, uh, MP40 type gun. It's a fucking laser compared to everything else in terms of spread and whatnot. I've seen people use it as a sniper rifle. All right. That are on PC. Xbox players can't do that. In order to turn off crossplay, you cannot do it within the game. You have to back out and go into the Xbox settings and you have to turn off crossplay on the system. Not inside the game. Yeah, I'm a little surprised with that. Like they had that, but this is laziness on an epic level in terms of of, of uh, first person shooter staple features that aren't there, like a scoreboard, like turning off autoplay. Okay, a crossplay rather. All right, and I get the feeling that this was meant to be um, like a Warzone clone. Okay, a battle royale clone. The maps are too big, too big for their own good. The the vast majority of them. I do not enjoy running around for five minutes trying to find someone to kill only to be shot in the back when I finally am shooting at some cocksucker and because of your lazy fucking programming, my bullets are spraying all over the fucking place. Bullshit. I feel, I, I really feel fucking like duped on this title. Solus. <laughs> buying a, a video game. And you know Moving what? On. <laughs> and, and, and I gotta say, I gotta say, there is no excuse for this, and there's no excuse to say that you were ahead of schedule, and this is what you give the gamers. You didn't listen to anyone during the beta, and you're still not listening to anyone. And this fucking, you know, woke fucking bollocks in video games gotta go. Okay, I'm buttoning in. Multiple things. A, me and Angel of Sin are definitely playing a different game. Most definitely playing totally different games, because... I don't have half the issues he does, but that's also, I'm playing on PC, so who knows, that might be an Xbox issue. Number two, what I was going to say earlier when you guys were talking about the communication things, there's actually a game called Squad, based off of Battlefield 2, I believe. It is a modded Battlefield 2 thing that they like kept upgrading, they turned it into its own game, actually looks pretty good, because they upgraded the graphics and everything from then. Their communication systems is actually what I think would work for Battlefield games. They have team leads for each of the squads and then they have i believe it's like four people under them the team leads can communicate with all their players and then communicate with other team leads that way it doesn't cluster everyone's calm so much but they can really relay what each other's squads are doing within it that way you can collaborate without cluttering the communication that i think would be excellent for the battlefield series I just wanted to input that, that there is a game that has a communication system like that. And if Battlefield took that communication system, I feel it would work very well. My input after a massive of maybe four games put into this, I'm trying to like this title and I, I just can't. And we were talking about this earlier. I think one of the issues is, so these maps are so massive, so huge 
there's just so many dead spots between points of interest. And you spend the whole time running to it, and then you just die, and you got to respawn, all that nonsense. I don't feel that players are playing the way Battlefield titles used to be played. So you have specific roles. You have medics, you know, uh, people that drop ammo. You have engineers that fix things and stuff like that. No one's doing any of that stuff. Like, uh, no one's dropping ammo. I never see ammo dropped. I never see people dropping heals, uh, you know, medicine and stuff like that. It's It just felt like there's 128 people doing 128 different things at once on your side. And it was uh, just chaos. And I just can't... I have a hard time playing a game when people aren't trying to play the objective and, and trying to win. I'd rather have a lower K, KD ratio and win then ha- worry about my kills and, and just worry about playing by myself. Like It's frustrating. I had this problem in Call of Duty. I had this problem in this game. And I want to play the objective. I want to win. I want to control points. And no one else does. So I'm one person of 127 people that want to do this. And it gets frustrating. Um, that's my biggest issue with the game. I think the game looks really good. I thought it looked great on the X. I I thought the maps were pretty cool. The other issue I had was every engagement I got with people was always at a massive distance. Like it was far Mm -hmm. range firefights and nothing closer. Like they were like specks. You know, you see these little tiny dots, not dots. I mean, they were, but they were at least, you know, 200 meters out and you're shooting people and. I never had any like up close battles. I I don't know. I felt like different battlefields did a better job of keeping the action in places where this one's more spread out. I don't. Maybe it's the size. I don't know what it was. It's just, I like I said, I I'd play the game, and by the time I got done one game, and usually what matches last like twenty twenty five minutes per match, I was ready to go over to Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, me, yeah. and it's been tough to get into it. Now, like I said, I, I need to get grouped up with a squad and play it and, and see where it goes from there. The game, I'm sorry, it just right now to me, it just feels so soulless. The direction is clearly not there and it doesn't feel like a Battlefield title. While I'm shitting on the game right now epically, um, at times I do enjoy it and I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to flesh it out, but I just wish they waited. I, I wish they held off and deleted some more. They really should have. So we already know what you think, Angel. <laughs> John and, and Souls, any uh, pros, cons you want to finish up with? It's definitely got its issues, and I'll be happy once they've ironed them out. But I enjoy it. Like I said, I think it's just one of those things, like on the PC, I'm having more fun. You were saying you have issues with people playing the objective. I actually see a lot of people playing the objective when I'm in the game. So My do biggest I. issues were, were like the uh, like the hovercrafts. They're too, they're too powerful. They can run through like 50 people without dying. Helicopters flares, they come back too quickly, and people are really good with them. I mean, congrats on being good with the thing with the helicopters. That's that is awesome. I I, I can't bitch me being bad at them and you being good. That's just how it is. But I should be able to take you out with more than five different rockets shot at you. Very imbalanced weapons in the game, and also the amount of weapons released. It's laughable. There's only one sidearm, all right? One sidearm. They went light with weapons. Like Battlefield 4, you had a million weapons. 
But you talk about like the, the helicopters and shooting them down. Yeah, I'm thinking like the mini helicopter, the small one. I'm trying to shoot this fucker out of the sky. I get three rockets in him. He's still flying around. I'm like, come on. It is. It's hard to get like rockets into to these things because they, they start targeting and come after you and nobody else is shooting them down. And I don't know. Like I said, like I, I, I I've been trying to get into it and we'll see. We'll, I like I had the EA Plus and I just like I said went through four games. Let's move along to the uh the next AAA title that has been released. And that is a GRG favorite. You know, unfortunately Souls disagrees. Uh, Call of Duty. Uh, they released Vanguard, their World War II version of Call of Duty, and we're back at it again. It's the same old, same old. So far, I, I've been really enjoying this. What they did was they took the Modern Warfare they released, what was it, 2017, 18? When did Modern Warfare come out? 2018? 19. 2019? Yeah, 2019. Okay. So the 2019 Modern Warfare, they, they took that engine and they reskinned it for World War II with World War II maps. And uh, so far, I've been enjoying this. This is, um, but I've, I've only played multiplayer. I have not touched any of the campaign. And I spent five minutes in the zombie land. I know Angel and John, you've been playing this? Yep. I, I've i played, uh, finished the campaign and uh, How was the campaign? played quite a bit of multiplayer. Campaign is outstanding. It's pretty short, but it is a really solid World War II, you know, story. Very interesting. It takes, you know, for each character and kind of takes each character down. There's kind of this master story and then each of them has kind of like the backstory of development for for each one of them and all the stories are great the gameplay is about like every call of duty you know campaign gameplay um sometimes it's just ridiculous the amount of people shooting at uni one moment um but you know it does have aim assist so you can pretty much just snap to it and drop people left and right the visuals on on a series x are stunning i mean it's just beautiful there's one Part, I won't go into any spoilers, but there's at least one or two parts where I stopped and just kind of looked around at the scenery because it was so crazy what all was going on at this one point in Stalingrad. So I, I mean, it's, it's absolutely worth it. Lots of fun. I can't wait to actually, I'm going to replay it in veteran, try to get through it in veteran mode instead of just regular. That's more than so. I would put into it. I like the, uh, yeah. when you said short campaign. So maybe uh, if I have downtime, yeah. I may actually do the campaign. I don't know. I don't, Yeah, we'll see. It's worth it. And it's in chapters, basically. So you can do like a chapter at a time, you know, play for a couple hours in a chapter and then wrap that up and then just put it off, you know, go the next week or something. It won't take long. I buy uh, Call of Duty strictly for multiplayer and, and now really just for like Warzone. Right now I'm playing multiplayer to level up guns for future Warzone matches. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, I, I've actually kind of really enjoyed multiplayer it's been fun uh it gets frustrating i did have we well we all did we all turned off cross play because while vanguard has an anti-cheat system it is not implemented yet that'll be december 8th or once when the next war zone comes out the next map they'll turn ricochet on uh because and cheating was so bad if you did not have crossplay disabled, it was just awful. And even in fact, now with crossplay off, I still swear people are cheating. I don't know how they're doing it, but anyway, neither here nor there. 
multiplayer has been been kind of fun, even though I'm not thrilled with the time to kill. I think the time to kill is a little fast. It's it's a little brutal. Uh, it feels like it's hardcore. Now, John, you're going to like that because you like hardcore. Yeah. In fact, uh, I was I started out. I'm almost exclusively play hardcore, and um, I was playing hardcore, and then I jumped in the game with you guys. And I think Vike said, "There's no need to play hardcore." And uh, so I started seeing what he was talking about. And you're right. I've played nothing but core since. And and really, it's only rare that I get just hit markers on somebody when I, you know, hit them with a solid burst or or whatever. So there really is no reason to play hardcore in this. Yeah, I'm a little unhappy with that. That's probably my biggest issue with multiplayer right now is I really think that that time to kill is just a little unforgiving. Like, there's really nothing we were facing one guy that had the BAR, and he was up on, on this spot on top of the church in the one map, head glitching. And he was a good player. He was a good player. So he was definitely, he could aim. He was good. No bullshit in. But he had the bar with the special ammo. That's a two-shot kill. And there was just, I could sneak around and get him, but like he, he probably got me, you know, three to one, you know. We probably traded kills three to one. And it was just brutal. Uh, there was nothing you can do. Like once, if he saw you first, you're done. Bang, bang, you're done. You're just done. But that brings us to one of the things, though, that I really like about the game is the the extensive modifications possible. My favorite right now is the MG42 with the in, incendiary rounds. Oh, that's and, you know that's, a bunch of other things. That is dirty. It is super. It's a flaming fire hose. And what's great about it is even if somebody ducks behind, you know, uh, a sh- cover. If I've got them close to the edge, you know, the incendiary rounds will put a little extra flame damage on them and, and put them down. So, I mean, that to me, that's really fun to be able to play with the different loadouts. And, and you know, um, it's much clearer how the gun impacts or the modifications impact your gun's ability to fire. Uh, you know, it, there's even an extended if you I, I, it took me a while to notice this, but there's a way to see like all the stats that you would normally see from like a YouTuber or something. Yes. Um, the extended stats are in there for the modification, so that's there, really yeah. helpful. Yeah, yeah. The uh, so that's really that cool. MG42. I just started using it the other night. Um, I, was, mm-hmm. I, I get bored. I, uh, it takes forever to level up weapons, and that's another gripe I have. I mean, it takes forever to get a, a weapon max. So I get bored. I have different weapons I'm kind of going through, and uh, I got bored of those. I tried that one, and I was on Dome. <laughs> 56 eliminations it was just brutal it was just yeah. mowing people down it was just and that gun is broken because there is seriously there's no recoil kick on it it is super accurate and you can run like you're running with an smg so i, I expect that gun angel what do you think of uh multiplayer so far I, I like it. Um, it is typical call of duty the customization options are good I think it was poor planning announcing when Ricochet was going to be launched. I also think it shows that um, the free-to-play is more important, that it's a fair playing field, if you will, when compared to this uh, this Vanguard product. It doesn't surprise me that even though you have crossplay turned off, you're seeing things that um, are you know questionable. There's going to be a lot less of that come, you know, Ricochet launching. In general, the gameplay, with that said, the, the gameplay 
is typical Call of Duty um, Modern Warfare 2019, you know, reskinned. The audio is good. Graphics, good, of course. No, no. Audio is not good. I well, literally cannot okay, hear Okay, multiplayer, enemy yeah, footsteps. the footsteps. The enemy footsteps, as bananas. usual. Yes, I think it's a bug or something. Or No, no, this was in the beta. This is still oh, happening yeah, okay, now. Yeah, it's, yeah, 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 you yeah. literally, there's, there's, and people run out of ninja, but there's no need to. Like, I've checked people that have come up behind me, sprinting towards me and assassinate me. Oh, stop. Like, you love when people come up behind you. Please. Yes, but when they assassinate me, I'm like, what the fuck? And I check, and I make sure to see what their perks are, because it shows you, and they do not have ninja on, meaning they don't have silent footsteps. And I can't hear them at all. Now, you can hear your teammates' footsteps, mm-hmm. which makes no sense to me. But anyway, um, what do you think about the pacings? Like, So we had the different pacings, and that's the 6v6, the extended pacings, all the way up to like, what, like 20 versus 20 or something like that? It's It gets a little hairy. It's nuts. You like hairy nuts. Um, yeah, hairy nuts are the best. Um, yeah, you, you play Blitz blitz pacing on, on uh, Das House. <laughs> oh I love Das House. Das House! Oh, oh my like goodness. Crazy, angry World War II. He's fired up now. German. You need to go on the sixth bowl of Captain Crunch. <laughs> yeah, I will. Yeah. Believe me. Believe me, I will love that map. It's crazy intense. Um, makes you want to scare everyone yeah, in the house. It's good for ranking yes, up guns. Absolutely. <laughs> John probably is one of those guys that lies down in in the in the main hallway with his you know his fire MG forty two. Of course. <laughs> ah. What the hell, man! Can't run around with that. <laughs> I, so far, I think the maps are pretty good. Um, it was nice to see the return of the. Um, I can't think of the, the other map. You get the world. You get the uh, dome and castle. So they're World at War maps, and I was like, you know, I haven't played these in a while. In fact, dome was a GRG back when we were too old to shoot. That was a classic map that we would play. Uh, we would play capture the flag, hardcore pistols only, and it was a lot of fun. Custom nights, you know, clan nights. That was a lot of fun. That was a good time. Yeah, the, the map selection's good. I think. I, I I agree. The maps are very good. Um, there are some bugs. I'm sure that will be addressed, especially the audio bug in terms of uh, footsteps and whatnot. So I also go back to. So I was playing Battlefield. I get frustrated to go play this, and sometimes I'll play this solo. And I kind of enjoy being the uh, the non PTF guy, PTFO guy, and running around with my sniper, and I'm trying to level up the couple snipers for Warzone. I still can't resist playing the objective, so I try to make a quick or a a short scope, quick scope, aggressive sniper. So I'm trying to learn how to do that, which I can't. But overall, I mean, I, I, I'm enjoying this. We really need to do a uh, GRG community night with this game. Have uh, beers and John yes, create yes. their their nightmare games because John's like I think oh, John's the worst. I thought beers, I, beers is I thought was evil enough, <laughs> but then John gets in, in charge of the room for community night. John is so bad at this. I can't. Oh, it's like the most dreadful games. It's. <laughs> I don't understand that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with headshots only with rockets. <laughs> right. I mean, it's perfectly and you, sensible. And you'll tell people it's headshots only. It's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. typical. Like part of the yeah, fun. Yeah, that's pretty oh, yeah. typical. GRG though, 
just don't spread the word. Yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, the community nights are a lot of fun, and we we try to mix it up and and create special game modes. So I, this is exciting because now we have two games where we can actually have custom lobbies and play GRG only games. Uh, what about Halo Forza Infinite though? Can can you do that? Oh, with Forza? No, can I have like Forza custom too. races and, and stuff like that. We yeah. we need to look into really that, all yeah. four. Yeah, yeah. With Portal, so. you can set up a custom. Actually, game. yeah, Portal. I mean, which I haven't. Battlefield Portal. I got to say also regarding um, Battlefield, I haven't delved into Portal or uh, what, what's the other uh, mode name? VIP. Oh, the hardcore not VIP hunt. Has Hazard or Hazard Zone? Hazard mode. Hazard. Oh yeah, Hazard mode or has yeah something. I haven't I haven't tried that, so really my review is rather incomplete. Alright, so Call of Duty Vanguard, um a lot of people playing it, a lot of people enjoying it. We usually have a party going on a nightly basis. Um at least until uh Warzone Halo comes came out. out. Yeah, well also I gotta say, uh while playing Halo, um for for you know, in my opinion of the games that have come out, Call of Duty is better than 20 you know 42 in terms of multiplayer <laughs> you're salty um but i gotta say halo halo right now is is i'm enjoying it better than the call of duty right now and not just because it's the newer toy but shiny penny syndrome it. yeah uh, yeah you gotta be careful of that i just i'm getting a feeling there's going to be far more replay value for this far more and real quick before we wrap things up, uh, John, you had a show you wanted to mention? Oh, yeah, just uh, to, for the uh, foundation on um, Apple TV, if you're a fan of the old Isaac Asimov series of books. Uh, so far, it's been pretty good. It, it's almost impossible to really do justice to that book series, but so far, this has been quite good, so I definitely recommend it. I think it's up to about eight episodes right now. I read those books in high school, so I can't remember what I had for breakfast, so I forget what they were. <laughs> I read all the Isaac Asimov books, iRobot, Three Laws of Robotics, a Foundation. So yeah, that's good. So you saying it's, it's it's something worth watching if you're a sci-fi nerd? Definitely. Definitely. It's, it's I, In fact, I'm already planning on watching it again once it wraps up, because some of it's pretty trippy and takes some processing to handle. Cool. I definitely need to check this out. I wanted to watch it, but I was worried it was going to be a little too out there. But that's good to hear. That's good to hear. I've, like I said, I've read the books yeah, forever ago, and I don't even remember what they're about. It'll come back to you when you start some of the some of the storylines. Cool. Good. Good shit. All right, guys. I think that does it for us. I think we're all, all set. We had a lot to cover, and like we're trying to keep it within an hour, but we went over. It is what it is. I blame Solus and his love for Call of Duty. He's got nothing. He's falling he's asleep. He's playing Halo right now, that motherfucker. Yeah, he probably <laughs> <he's falling. laughs> All right. As always, I'd like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything we're up to, as well as to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com. Spell out the D-O-T. Uh, and with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. Goodbye. Goodbye. Get the fuck out of here.